What is up, everyone? Welcome to Plastic Cards Podcast, a show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie. I'm joined by my co-host, indie game dev extraordinaire, Gavin Jones. Gavin, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? Mm, I'm all right. Living yep. life. Staying alive. Get up to get up to anything this last week. Aside from your, your new tattoo. Yeah, I got a new tattoo. Got the outline. Got started. Yeah, and my, my dude, my tattoo guy is booked till... Uh, next March, so it's gonna be a long wait. Jeez. Uh, and this was this, it's like the first time I've gotten just the outline, uh-huh. so it's healed. It's pretty much healed. Like after a day or two, I've always done it where I do like three hours, where it's like the shading as well, uh-huh. where it like really hurts. But it was just the outline, so it was nothing. Uh-huh. But till yeah. March, yeah, he's like super booked up. So a good two months, month and a half, something like that. Good God, that's yeah. And uh, he was telling me so the day we we're booking it for. I don't know if I told you this already, but. We're booking it to March, and that same day he has this guy who he's like trying to tell me, or he's trying to figure out. It's like, okay, I don't know how long this guy's gonna go because he's super weird, and I guess he gets uh, portraits of pop stars. So he gets uh, these uh, celebrity sure? portraits, and one of them is of uh, Miley Cyrus that he's working on. Like he has a couple of Miley Cyrus uh, portraits, but he's like this fifty-year-old guy, and he has like Miley Cyrus on his license plate as well. So he's really dedicated to now i want to see the these tattoos does he have <laughs> does he have a sample book uh in his tattoo parlor? interesting well um uh, my tattoo guy bobby like he has an instagram i haven't seen these pictures on there i, I don't think he wants to like blast them online but uh, he does it i think if it was ever too weird he'd just be like no like he's pretty much that guy where if he doesn't want to do something he doesn't do it right so i guess he's like i'll take this guy's money and you know do an awesome job on miley cyrus swinging him from a wrecking ball on this guy's ass or whatever <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's this America. You do what you want. One of the testicles <laughs> yeah. is the wrecking ball. That'd actually be pretty dope. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I thought about asking him, but it's really like a, it's not super common anymore, but you always talk about uh, the whole black light tattoo thing. Like that's oh, yeah, still yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your, your thing you want to do, but I never hear anyone who actually gets them. I don't know if it's kind of a dying thing. I know it's kind of wishy-washy with like the chemicals in it. Yeah, it's probably well. The chemicals are fine now. They were a little sketched at the beginning, but mm. it's it's also a lot of tattoo artists refuse to do it. Um, right. Typically, you want it. The one I want to get is just the black light tattoo and um, nothing else. Typically, people get it on top of a color, so you're just kind of filling in something. Uh, by the way, we can't see the Twitch chat. Are you able to? Yeah, it's right here. Oh, mm. I'm not used to it being in the thingy thing. You always doubt me, Gavin. I do. Well, for good reason. You always disappoint me, Fonz. I'm often right. It's funny. Like, I was telling Megan, like, we'll be reading a new story, uh-huh. and you're like, I don't think that's right. And I'm like, Gavin, we're reading the fucking story right here. And you still have the, yes, you do that often, where you still have the balls to, like, doubt when I have something typed up. Or if it's like, we're literally looking at the webpage, you were like, oh, I don't think that's legit. And it's like, okay, man, it's up to you. You live in your own world, but you that's your, that's your thing, Gavin. I may I may disagree with the <laughs> so there you go your your liberal fake media <laughs> blasting over here yeah yeah why don't you join the other sheeple in the <laughs> uh, in the gulag I don't know where I'm going with this I don't know <laughs> cranking nineties uh, you know what we did uh, do over the weekend we watched that uh, Conor McGregor fight that was a nuts? heck of a fight people at the office who don't normally watch fights knew about that fight oh yeah anytime I think he fights it's like He's yeah. so well known; it's a big deal. That was that was a lot of fun. I gained five pounds after that. <laughs> All night. those tacos. That I, seriously, I weighed myself before and then came home and weighed myself, <laughs> and I gained five pounds. Don't do that. That's never a good idea. That was I was so happy because I starved myself all day. I worked mm. out and then just destroyed. I don't even know how much. I still owe you money. I gotta no, give you that money. I mean, you brought tequila and stuff. Like you're good, man. Oh. God. Yeah, we got a whole thing of I could have used more meat on those on those tacos, yeah. but yeah. it is what it is. The asada fries are really good. Yeah. Those are dope. Um but yeah, those fights were nuts and just I watched a, a bunch of the uh post fight interviews and mm. it's just uh, I do respect cuz uh Connor gets a lot of shit and maybe rightfully so, like he's a really outlandish guy. He's got into some like legal stuff in his past too, but the way he handles loss is really I just dig it because he's always there for the post fight conference talking about how he lost and just being there and being in it and not just dipping out because there are fighters that just disappear. There's uh, Ronda Rousey who did not handle loss very well. She would always just immediately disappear and mm-hmm. just never talk about it. Anytime it'd be brought up in an interview, she just like couldn't mentally handle talking about the loss. It was like, and I've never been in that situation, obviously, where it's like, it's got to be devastating. It was very obvious that it was devastating for her, but Connor could talk about it and keep moving. And I just, it's cool. 
but yeah, he's a he's kind of a polarizing figure though. People either love him or hate him or right or whatever. I was the only one in the room. It seems like rooting against him. Yeah, but I also I I knew I knew in my mind that he was gonna win. Sure, so, I felt the same way. Yeah, I thought I thought either way he's gonna. I kind of leaned on him winning, but no, I think Dustin just pulled it out where he would pull the biggest upset in a long time. And it was nuts. Yeah, that was pretty, I'd be curious. So I saw a theory uh, online. I don't know how you feel about this, mm. or maybe this is obvious and I'm just new to the, the MMA train, but one of the theories was the other guy. So he was kicking his leg. We knew his leg was yeah. just getting destroyed. And the theory was like, at the end, like he wasn't bro- blocking properly right. because his leg couldn't support him to block the blow and that's when he realized he needed to just unload on him oh as far as connor wasn't blocking like the punches yeah like like his hands were here but it sounds like they may not have really been deflecting fully i think there's a lot of credit to that and that's one thing that um i love listening to rogan when he actually is there to call the fights because he's he's been um beating the drum on on catching or or uh blocking those leg kicks Mm mm-hmm and or when fighters do those leg kicks because those leg kicks are they add up and they like destroy your legs Mm -hmm. to where if your leg is shot you can't punch you can't like generate the same amount of power you can't block you can't run out of a situation you can't move so you're basically like rendered useless and that's what dustin did to connor so that he just couldn't maneuver out of those situations anymore and then he gets caught with all those punches from dustin and gets taken out so yeah those like leg kicks are serious and not enough fighters do that. I think a lot of them are now. Like they're realizing how important they are. Yeah. Because it doesn't take like they add up, but it doesn't take the fifth round to where your leg's dead. That was the second round. His leg was already like uh, just torn to shit. Yeah. So it's a it's a big deal. Like we think one of my favorite fights or not favorite fights like with uh, Israel against that giant guy. Um, oh, but he was, was it my boyfriend. Um, yeah, Black Superman. Boy. Yeah, he was just slapping him in the leg mm. the whole time. Like if he hadn't done that, maybe we would have just been dead right now. Yeah. Is that the <laughs> scenario? Well, it went to his funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it nice. was. Yeah, it was a good fight. Um, I'm excited to see what happens with Connor and with all the other fighters like Dustin. What does he do now and all that? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't. Huge. I don't feel like he won so decisively though that he's ready to just take on like the next giant leap. Mm. Um. I wonder. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah. it's there's a lot of politics in like which fight they get, you know, from afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, um, we disagree I, on this. But I really like the last Godzilla movie. So give me like the Godzilla style, mm. and I'm I'm set. Let's let's get dumb. Let's let's just let's fight it out. Uh, I'm curious to what the the lore is gonna be because it seemed like Godzilla was trying to save the planet. I don't know what the fuck Kong's deal was. Was he's he also kind of trying a, to save the planet? Yeah, he's not saving the planet yet, but no. he's still kind of a positive figure. Like he's on the side somewhat of the humans. Like he's kind of there to protect or almost like anti-hero status where as long as his, um, you know, motivations align with humans, then they're fine. Mm. Him Godzilla. But yeah, that's the issue with the trailer is that Godzilla has been on the side of the humans in these movies for, for the past two, but they show him directly wrecking shit up in you know, destroying that ship and right. and causing a ruckus. Uh, so what is going on? There's theories that maybe there's some kind of mind control thing, which is out there. Um, but either way, they have to, for some reason, the movie has to get them to fight. Um, but then the prevailing theories are, do we get to see, which I would love to fucking see, Mecha Godzilla? Does he show up in this? The humans always made Mecha Godzilla to fight, I think, uh, Godzilla. <laughs> Kong went to beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker. This movie's going to be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So, what is that from? Well, I just think of Mario doing that, uh, like you know Mario in the in the Mario franchise, grabbing characters and then beating other characters with that character. <laughs> like maybe Mario too. Like you can grab enemies and just like destroy right, other enemies right. with it. But thank you, Doc Marlowe, for that awesome comment, <laughs> dude. I'm so crunk for that. I cannot wait, and I do want to see like what do they pull out of the hat with other like just Godzilla stuff, Mega Godzilla or is there more, you know, space stuff, alien stuff? Because that's kind of that's a big deal in the mm-hmm. Godzilla franchise. They get kind of walk wacky with that stuff, but as long um, as they don't overdo it with like the additional. That's true because it's enough for them to fight each other. Yeah, yeah. And like the scale thing, I know people have talked shit about how Godzilla isn't as or or King Kong rather is just small compared to Godzilla. I get that they made him really big in Kong Skull Island. I don't know if he's still at that level, but he doesn't have to be because yeah. he's. I think he seems 
more he just seems smarter like the way he's in that trailer he's deflecting his beam with like a thing that seems like he's pretty intelligent to do that so his that might be where he benefits or outweighs godzilla and like how he fights i don't know what the fuck is supposed to be deflect he's still got nuclear breath right right so what i don't know <laughs> what it's tinfoil i don't know what he has it's deflecting that nuclear blast but yeah but he's he's intelligent Take enough to know that people <laughs> yeah he's got the simple head on and his tinfoil minecraft you know thing that he's deflecting he's tall on. enough that he can see that there is no curve to the earth <laughs> that'd be cool that's the end uh end uh leaving point with that movie is that vaccines are bad and the world is flat. <laughs> That's what Roll happens credits. when you vax. <laughs> oh my god. Nice Kevin. Yeah, I wanted to show you that trailer because I thought it was insanely dope. That was dope. Um, did you watch any movies? Uh any watched, I told you I um I watched The Kingsman. Oh, and that was the first time watching uh, finally it. Finally right? watched that. Because uh for years it's been way too expensive to rent. It's been consistently like fifteen bucks. I always hate it. And I'm not happens. paying that. Yeah. Uh so I watched The Kingsman and just last night I started watching uh Over the Garden Wall. I haven't heard of that. What is that? It was a uh it, it was a cartoon network show um that people have been telling me to watch for years, and I was expecting it to be a little bit darker. Um, mm. but it sounds like, uh, so you can see, uh, these two kids, it's one of the kids sounds like he's voiced by the voice of chowder. Um, voice of chowder. I do remember that. One of your mics show. keeps cutting out. Ooh, I wonder who that is. Interesting. Probably me. It's, there's no way to tell at this uh, point. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too far into it. It's, I think I would have liked it more as a kid. Um, mm. but so far it's really cool. The artwork's really nice. Uh, the voice acting is very cute. Um, and like the two boys, I don't think those are them. Uh, but the two boys are, I'm pretty sure it's the voice of Chowder. Gotcha. And Elijah Wood is the other boy. And then uh, I want to say Doc Brown is in it as well. Um, but it's Doc just Brown. very cute and like almost like an Americanized, like Studio Ghibli level of like magical stuff is going on. Oh. Um you're saying yeah. it's not dark it's more of a lighthearted kind of thing it's dark but like it's never really serious at the end of the episode which is a little disappointing yeah. um but it's still it's still very cute and i like how imaginative uh it is mm. um so i'm liking that that's cool yeah, i'll check that out yeah nice are you not a big anime fan are you Kevin? uh-uh Gotcha. I mean, I like cartoons. Like, I love me some Bob's Burgers, some... Uh... Sure, but that's not anime, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not either. I but... watched a little bit of... I mean, I watched Attack on Titan Season 1. I watched a little okay. bit of Samurai Champloo, a little bit of Afro Samurai, but... Gotcha. Uh... Yeah, they never really struck with me, but I just thought of that. My niece and nephew are super hardcore in anime right now. Right, right. Gavin's mic ain't working. Interesting. Test, test, test. You know what? I do have a way to. It could be these uh, compression things I have in your mic. We're trying a new setup on these mics. So, again, why don't you talk into your mic? Booty, booty, check. booty, booty, rocking everywhere. I think that might be what's doing it because, yeah, the new setting I have enabled. We will proceed and we'll figure it out in post. Uh, Gavin, we got some news we can jump into. We got, uh, I don't know if you watch any footage yet, but Resident Evil Village, there was that streaming event they had last week, last Thursday. And they showed off a uh, junk of stuff. Is that, is that a word? Uh, <laughs> it no, is now. But we're taking it. It was a bajunk smorgasbord. You, you've wordsmithed. <laughs> that's, one, you know what, that's one thing people tell, say about me is that I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> so we got uh, confirmation on the date. So Resident Evil Village comes out May 7th, 2021. It's going to be cross-gen, oh, you know, next-gen PS5. And that's pretty soon. I was not expecting it that soon. I was I was thinking at some point around there, but yes, I'm glad that it's uh, I could have used it right now, but I I right. understand that it's going to be around that time. But yeah, so you get a free next gen upgrade if you buy the last gen version. Um, but there is a gameplay reveal, which I have the trailer here going. Uh, they showed off just some more kind of uh, reiterations on that first trailer, and then some more actual gameplay. Somebody told me this game was uh, VR only, and it I mean to me this just looks like a it is not. So okay. um, there is a, that's the thing. They didn't talk about the VR version. I don't know if they've actually confirmed the deal on that VR version, but this is just for the standard version of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Resident Evil 7 did have that a PSVR mode. You'd have to imagine they're going to do something like that again. God, this game is pretty. 
Yeah, so one thing they released with this also is that demo for it's called Maiden. It's on PS5 uh, right now. And there's no combat, but it's that same, you're walking around the same mansion and yeah, they're showing off the ray tracing and the, they upgraded the sound technology, which uh, is part of the whole PS5 thing. And it just runs really well. It looks beautiful. And it's very creepy too. I is, think. Is this a PS5 Xbox One X exclusive? No. So it is cross-gen. So okay. you will get it on the standard last, last gen release too. Gotcha. Oh, look at them shadows. Yeah. And uh, that demo that you get to play, it doesn't have combat, which is actually makes it more terrifying because you can't, you know, you can't defend yourself when stuff pops up. What do you think about the fact that there's going to be like, you can do counters now in combat? Um, You know what? I feel like you could do something like that in Resident Evil 7. I know I beat that game, but I don't remember uh, what, if there was something like that already. But I don't mind that. I guess it gives you like a fighting chance if you're super low on health. Yeah. But I know that they're going to not let you just get out of every skirmish by doing that. Or at least I trust that they won't do that. And of course, this tall lady, everyone is in love with her online. Death by Snoo Snoo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm there as well. Pretty dope. And her like vampire daughter, sister, something something it's so creepy mm-hmm. that's what i love about resident evil 7 because it was at uh face value it looks so creepy that i didn't want to jump into it but they really mix the whole like you're terrified but they give you a little bit of confidence with the items with the weapons right. where it's a good balance to where I, I wanted to keep playing it but if it's just like you're terrified and you don't have any way to defend yourself it's not fun but they i don't really want to fuck with it. that thing in the background that this super is super dope <laughs> And you see how the hammer gets like he's moving a little bit with each swing. That is closer. Yeah. that is upsetting. Close the barrels. Also, they're not shooting the barrel, which is odd. We should, I guess maybe it was just a bad shot the first time. Well, you got the RE4 menus returning. I so I'm confused. Wasn't that pre RE4 with these menus? It might have been. That's the one that popularized it, anyways. But I always, mm. I always in my mind think of RE4 with that. Mm. I think it's, it's a lot a, of firepower. Yeah, I think it's an underutilized inventory system, mm-hmm. which is cool. Well, I mean, it's cool that it's coming. Whoa, I think I stopped watching about there. What uh, the fuck am I looking at? So that vendor from RE4, it's not the same guy, but like they're bringing that same idea back. <laughs> it's the same guy. <laughs> He's had some hard times. What you buying? <laughs> Got any donuts? So he, meant, <laughs> he mentions this guy's called the Duke, but it's that same kind of merchant uh, idea. Mm. Fun. I guess he's like a weirdo. Yeah, I love them dipping in, dipping into that same kind of vibe with RE4, with at least with this guy. Hopefully, more in this game. Oh boy, gonna be breaking everything. Did you play RE7? No. Hmm. I think you dig it, and you can find it pretty cheap now. It's on PC, right? Yeah. Is this coming to PC? Good question. I'm sure I can find it in that that release. But I know they mentioned next-gen consoles. Yeah, PC. Oh, okay. I probably should. I just, I don't want to poopy my pants. I hear um, you. And I would be, I'm king pooping my pants. And I did not with this game. It's still scary, <laughs> but the, the, they, they crack that balance really well. Yeah. Where it's fun. And it's not just like a PT or... There's that found footage game where it's like you're using a camera the whole time. I forget what it's called. Oh. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Starts with an O? Sure. Outlast. Outlast. There you go. It's not that style where it's just more leaning on that those scary like jump scares. I I I think the thing like pre-stresses me out is I watch some streamers playing it and there were a lot of points where they were very light on supplies going into situations. Mm. That's just so stressful. Yeah, we got that. Um, there's there's quite a bit of footage that showed off there, but there is also some more info on the multiplayer that's going to be free with this. So this is a reverse, is what they're calling it. Get my mouse to work. Yep. So reverse is like they're uh, once again trying to crack that like multiplayer deal they did with uh, with resistance. Is it shell cell shaded? It's got that uh, yeah, like Borderlands vibe to it. Uh, 
So it's not so that was just for a moment. What the And it's what uh 4v4 or something like that. What something. is this GoldenEye multiplayer? Is it that what I'm very, looking uh, at here? And then I don't know if you die or what you trigger, but you can turn into these classic villains in in the Resident Evil franchise too. I like this song though. I have no idea short. what I just watched, but yeah, okay. so <laughs> it's gonna be a free add on to the to uh, Resident Evil Eight, so I hope it's fun. So it's four players in the multiplayer. I'm not that's... sure how many players. Uh, that's just the first thing that came out of my mouth. But it's multiple people playing on one thing hmm. and fighting. Uh, and look... goes, you want to go split screen at a slumber party with that bad boy? Oh yeah. That's, uh, huh. Interesting. Resident Evil news over the weekend. I'm super pumped for that. The next entry in the franchise. Cannot wait. Um, I will not pre-order that game because I don't pre-order any games anymore. But there are some cool. Um, sculptures and you know special order stuff that you can get for the game now but mm. i just do not pre-order i don't see the point anymore goodness gracious yes i know that's an extreme comment gavin okay so no. we got uh this is some drama kind of a roller coaster of the weekend this is a uh, microsoft backtracks on new xbox live gold pricing there's an update on it this is chris moise of destructoid.com and this this controversy happened it was over by about the time i read it yeah, <laughs> yeah, it didn't take very long. Alrighty, so it was in a welcome reversal. In a welcomed reversal, Microsoft announced late Friday night that it is not going to change the price of Xbox Live Gold. Not only that, but it is changing its policy on free-to-play games. In the coming months, players will no longer need a paid subscription to play free-to-play games on Xbox consoles. On Friday morning, Microsoft originally announced the new Xbox Live Gold price program. We'll see a month, <laughs> one month sub increase by one dollar um and then a three month sub increase by five bucks and a six month sub increase by 20 bucks uh, they no longer add or have that 12 month 12 month plan um that they had in the past it's only just six months um so in comparison ps charges uh 60 bucks for an entire year of its online service um, but they ended up reversing that so now it's just back to their standard price that's pretty good what do you make of them announcing that and then going backwards and reacting to the uproar online I, I i didn't even know what happened i just saw people were angry over it and um, i i figured this was them trying to move people over to game pass uh. um that's still my theory as to what happened um yeah i want to say game pass includes xbox live is that yeah. correct okay mm -hmm. I, I wasn't aware. The, the one thing I do find a little bit shady, they did mention that you'll no longer have to have it to play uh, free-to-play games. I was under the assumption that all free-to-play games, Scalebound is in there? Wasn't that game canceled? Yeah, this is an old trailer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is why. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I was under the impression that free-to-play games have always, uh, since like PlayStation uh four and xbox one x have always been free uh to play on these things without the extra game right. pass and stuff um so the fact that they took that away from the moments uh, for a moment is sort of a dick move um i don't know i i feel shitty that i'm in a position where i just don't care mm. and that's I, you know, the fact that I can't afford Game Pass, I guess, puts me in. So I, I could see, yeah, if you're barely, uh, you know, maybe you're a kid in high school and you're scraping together enough money to right. to play this stuff. Yeah, that, that would maybe suck in that scenario. Um, or you're working with your allowance or whatever. But, yep. um, yeah, I think yeah. with, uh, so on PlayStation, at least with Fortnite, I want to say that is free regardless of you needing you don't need to have uh playstation plus right. for that but i know with xbox that's one of the issues one of my nephews has is that you do need it to play free-to-play games like fortnite you still need xbox live um so they haven't said which games are going to be part of that deal you'd have to imagine something as big as say fortnite or maybe just their first party stuff like gears halo for for the for a game to be free to play like for the free-to-play games but you're right where it's i'm pretty sure it's anything free to play so like warframe Okay. Like stuff. I know Fortnite isn't one of those things right now. Like you need Xbox Live to play it. You uh, do? Yeah. yeah. That's this thing where you can't play Xbox, uh, Fortnite on Xbox because you need Xbox Live. Is this one of the situations where you're going to tell me I'm wrong again, Kevin? No, that's just dumb. It is very dumb. Yeah. So that, but they luckily have a PS4. So they just switched to the PS4 to play Fortnite. 
I have never understood why, like, and this has been an issue in the past where people discuss it, and I don't, I don't get why. What what cost is this to Xbox to to run or to be sending out free to play game? Right. I wouldn't even think it's going to other servers. So what's the big deal? Yeah, and it just if they need to take a hit, just take it because it strengthens their um, player base. You know, you get people who yeah. still stick with Xbox and not are jaded or angry because they have to go somewhere else. So, yeah, you think they just make that work regardless. I don't understand. But it is, it's a positive thing to see them switch it and actually listen to people. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like conspiracy theorists online were like, oh, they meant to do this from the, from the get-go. That's not the case because, like, there's already printed out. There's very, uh, you can see online all the different printed Xbox Live cards with, like, the new prices. It's oh. like this is the marketing machine has gone forward already. So they had to switch gears based on, people were getting angry. So this wasn't like a, a, a trick from the get-go. It's like they actually were going to raise the price and they listened to just community outrage. I dig that they are willing to do that because I don't think PlayStation at the end of the day cares enough to like listen to... How'd you get in? Lily Lou. Man, this podcast is really fucking gone off the rails today. <laughs> Jesus. Lilo, you, you can stay can with you us. Can you not make the leap? It's, it's, it's right she there. She just gets so excited her little pitter-patter. <laughs> Alrighty. This is now a dog cast. Yes. You can grab her and bring her up here. Usually she'll chill more if she's on you. There you go. Alright. Alrighty, Gavin. This next one here really bummed me out. So this is Vicarious Visions, the makers of the Tony Ox Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake, mm-hmm. has been merged into Blizzard. This is from gamesindustry.biz. I have some B-roll here going in the background. Oh, so this is going to be our highest view count solely because of Lulu. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> so going forward, the Vicarious Visions team of about 200 people will be employees of Blizzard and fully dedicated to existing Blizzard games and initiatives, which means the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 studio will no longer be creating games as a lead developer. Um, so Vicarious Visions also handled the not only the, t- the THPS remaster, but Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy in, t- in 2017. They've done a bunch of mobile ports from going back to 1999. Um, there's also an update on this too. So the plot thickens thanks to a report from Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, which claims that Vicarious Visions has actually been working on a close, in close proximity with Blizzard for some time and may in fact already be hard at work on an upcoming remake of the 2000s RPG Diablo 2. That's what I heard. That's Wait, Diablo 2 was from the year 2000? Apparently. Oh man, really? Let's double check. Diablo 2. Release date. I could swear. Yeah, June wow. 29th. Wow. Yep. Okay. Well. Did you ever I, get much into the Diablo franchise? Oh, man. I thought. Um, we not not super into it. I do remember like Diablo before. I, I think I said this when uh, Cyberpunk came out, but. That was the last Diablo three was the last game I ever took work off for. Oh, that's one of the games. And it wasn't working for like 48 hours after (laughs) it launched. So I was so pissed. That sucks. Um, I I played a little bit with uh, our friends, Andy and Billy. Uh, We like every night we went over to Andy's house and just land up uh, Diablo two and had an absolute blast. And we were all uh, like, we weren't supposed to be grinding off offline when we weren't, uh, hanging out together, but all of us did grinding. And, oh, I see. Yeah, you, like just an agreement with each other. Got yeah, it. and all of us did, and uh, Billy ended up being a thousand times uh, more powerful. Like he just <laughs> walk into a room and clear it. Yeah, and we were just running around grabbing the gold and the armor. And <laughs> our buddy Andy was the biggest armor thief he ever did. Uh, that did doesn't meet. surprise me somehow. <laughs> no. So I, I like it, but I'm I'm not super huge into those um that style of game. Yeah, that's the same situation for me. Yeah. If you maybe made it more actiony, I'm I'm willing to try out I think uh League of Legends is making I wanna say a one of those styles of game. I could be wrong. I'd probably try out Torchlight Three. Um, yeah, there's another high profile RPG that's um from the D and D franchise, right? I know they put out a, a demo recently. It's like the second one. What man, I'm blanking on the name, but the devs made another uh rpg that people really loved but it's um it's in the D franchise it's like part of that storyline but it's super duper loved and i forget what the um, name is but I it's may like know a what huge, you're talking about but i think those are what it's a huge uh property 
Boulder's Gate? No. I think, um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Boulder's Gate 3. Yes. Could be, but those ones are also, once you get into combat, they turn into turn-based. Mm, okay. So it's a little bit different, but also, like, I should... I was tempted to buy it. Okay. Because it's supposed to be really amazing. Yeah. Um, also, those graphics are stupid pretty. That's a thing in that new one. They look nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I may try it. Also, I mean, we could co-op it because you can totally split off all the characters to be controlled by multiple people. You can even do it, at least with the previous one, I want to say, you can split screen really? on a console with it. Yeah, it's nuts. Split What's... screen plus people networked. Like, they give you... Future. The government has given you options. <laughs> so, hi. Nice, Kevin. Well, uh, we have some Metacritic stuff for this game, Cyber Shadow. Is this on your radar at all? I cannot wait for this game. Uh, as of today, I, di- I didn't really give a shit up until now, but it's uh, also... Is it free on Epic? I don't believe so, but it might be. Is it free on Microsoft? I don't think it's a Game Pass game, no. Yeah. But there are, and like the Medium is coming out recently, and that's going to be a Game Pass game, but... You know, right. what? I wouldn't doubt if this is because they do have some sneaky uh, Game Pass game releases. So they sure do. Yeah. Although I'm sad with some of the stuff leaving Game Pass this week. Like when uh, there's stuff, I only want to play it when it's leaving Game oh, Pass. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which if I had more time, I'd probably just blitz through a lot of these things. This definitely, man, this looks authentically old school. Yeah, very much like Ninja Gaiden. Um, so it's uh, from Yacht Club Games. Well, that's Yacht Club oh, Games is. is the publisher, but yeah. So apparently, oh, from what I've yeah, what I've read, it's developed by one guy. His name's Arnie Hunziker. Oh shit! Um, so that's pretty nuts. So it's gotten really good uh, Metacritic. It's got uh, eighty three right now. IGN gives it an eight. Cyber Shadow is a wonderful merging of old school aesthetic and modern design sensibilities, much like Shovel Knight was back in twenty fourteen. Switch Square gives it an eight. Cyber Shadow isn't afraid to be just what it is, an unapologetic, retro-inspired action game. If you're looking for a rock-solid side-scroller, this is absolutely worth your time. Uh, game Informer, 7.5. Destructoid, 7.5. Um, so it's getting really good, really good scores. This looks like a less modernized The Messenger. And that's, you know not, like a, that's not like a diss. Like this, just this visual style looks more era accurate it kind of reminds me not so much of ninja gaiden but there was a ah, fuck there was like a like a castlevania that came out and maybe it was the super nintendo i don't think it was Mm. um maybe it's the ds um okay but yeah this 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 looks old school as fuck and i really dug the messenger a lot there is that change that happens towards the end of the game where they Almost switch up the gameplay a little bit. I did not like that, but uh, the rest of it I was super crunk for. And it was not like excruciatingly hard. It was, you know, doable for me because I'm a baby when it comes to these games, but I still love them. Ooh, secret. Nice. And this one, apparently people are talking about in the reviews about it being pretty hard, but still very fun. So I cannot wait. Have you, you ever gonna, tried? Are you going to play it? I'm going to play it, yeah. I have, I have an NES like emulator and an actual NES. And I do every once in a while try and boot up um, Ninja Gaiden, like the original. Oh, fuck that. It's so fucking hard. <laughs> like, insanely hard. Way too hard. Yeah. It's, Especially, it's unfairly hard. I think uh, Angry Video Game Nerd did an episode his, his on it His one is once. beautiful, yeah, because yeah. it's just... It, it really uh, just visualizes how hard that game is, how frustrating it is. Yeah. And it has that where you take attacks and you get pushed back. and oh. You're pushing into some kind of abyss, and it's just insane. You better hope you're facing the right way when you get hit. Yeah. And you're not. You're just not. Yeah, wow, this looks. See, this even more makes me think of that Castlevania game. With man, mm. I wish I could remember what it was. Uh, but there's. But it was like where... a mobile port or like a mobile version. <sighs> now I'm wondering if it was on NES. Handheld, brother. Um, God, this is. Another Symphony of, Symphony of the Night is like a well-known, or everyone always talks about that version. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's one I've honestly never played. I would like to get into the Castlevania games for sure. Right. But yeah, I just want to touch on that because it's getting. Really good reviews, and it looks super dope. But comes out today, I want to say. And good for Yacht Club. Like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of releases coming up here. Because that's the uh, Shovel Knight publisher as well, right? I want to say that's part of their uh, Yacht Club. I feel feel like that's part of their umbrella. I wasn't aware they're into publishing, but that's really cool. Good for them. Um, That's really awesome. Um, This is, yeah, very, very exciting. I, I, I hope they... Yeah, continue with their what they're doing. Yeah, I think they're really nailing that. Just bringing back those retro style games. Okay, we got our next story here. Is just some updates on Cyberpunk. 
Ooh, Daddy. Yes. And I want to get your take because I know you played some Cyberpunk over the weekend. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.10 out now on PS5, PS4. Includes crash fixes and stability improvements. So a short overview here from pushsquare.com. Cyberpunk 2077 update 1.10 lays the groundwork for the upcoming patches according to CD Projekt Red, and it's out right now. So it weighs in at a whopping 16.9 gigabytes on Sony systems. Um, So there was an update over the weekend. Uh, Cyberpunk apparently still crashes with alarming frequency on PlayStation consoles. In our experience, the crashes don't come quickly as with 1.10 installed, but they're definitely still there. Um, With your experience, you're playing on PC, granted, but did it improve? Did it change at all? What did you think? All right, let me me tell you about this patch here. Mm. I installed this patch and since have not experienced... <laughs> How do you always sneeze during these? Uh, oh, I remember this part. Um, I think I died on this like five times. Um, I have not experienced a single bug since this patch. Now, wow. I may just be getting lucky, but like I, I remember, like we played uh, over here that one day, and I noticed your character was doing that thing where they'll jet out of the car in T-pose. Yeah, uh, and I had never experienced that. And then after oh, we wow. played it, I was getting that. Um, mm. But I have not experienced a single bug. Well, no, there was one thing where I was starting to lag up, and I had to restart. Um, okay. But for the most part, it's been bug-free. Um, those racing missions uh, previously, they were bugged out, and I couldn't continue. Uh, that has been fixed, um, so I'm I'm enjoying getting to play a less buggy version of the game. It's it's super nice, and I'm I'm having a blast. That being said, I can't find those fucking missions where you get to reunite the band, and I I that's kind of pissing me off because as soon as I finish that in the races, I'm ending this game. Gotcha. Um, I want to say you have to call one of the characters, or they call you. I forget. I know it just happened to me. I'm wondering if I had to be further in the main plot. Awesome. So that's that's what I'm trying. I'm about to do a mission with some floats. And mm. we're going to see uh, what that does for me. You know what? Johnny has his own missions towards the end that, uh, that are like optional. I think you have to yeah. do all of those. And then you unlock that ability to, to go further with the band, um, if I'm remembering correctly. But uh, there's I still have a little bit left to do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind jumping in. And seeing how this patch performs on my PC or waiting for like the next one. Cause I think they're going to do, do two big patches in January mm. or maybe that was February, but I know there's two big patches right around each other. Yeah. But. It's kind of too bad that this wasn't, you know, the, the condition because it's now working for me so good. It'd be interesting to go back and replay and see how much of this shit is fixed. Sure. Um, but that being said, I'm happy there has been a massive improvement. God, this game is pretty. Um, it is fun. Very pretty. It's, this is what I expected. This is what I wanted. So I'm I'm still very happy. Yeah, I think um, as the dust settles, this is you know I, I think it it uh, provided what I wanted. It was this kind of yeah. uh, role play experience. The gunplay was fun. The world is really cool and unique, and the visuals are there. The driving was actually surprisingly fun. Yeah, and it kind of nailed it. But we on PC, it just seemed to work you know way better. One thing that's been bugging me is how good uh, these levels are, and like. So if if something is less than 500 meters or whatever it is for me, I will run it instead of driving it. Mm. And I'll try and shortcut my way and parkour my way through. And it's really cool and really well-designed areas that if you're just fast traveling or driving, you're going to completely miss. Mm. So these people put in all this hard work to design and make these areas look gorgeous. And most people are just going to ignore them. True. And that's that's kind of sad to me. That's the downside of letting to letting people just the ability to kind of vault over whatever you want and just go your own route to that destination when they yeah. they crafted that whole hallway for you to experience. Yeah. But it's still fun. I'm loving solving missions in whatever way I see fit. Yeah. Um that being said, also I have for my playstyle, I have like a berserker mod in my brain or my OS. And I really want to use it because you press that button and you just lightning around the arena and tear everyone up. You know what's same? I have that and I've never used it. But I can't hack if I have that installed. Oh. And I I like the option of going in quiet. Right. And keeping it that way. I guess you so. could pause and just swap it out because I know it's in no, your menu. No, because you got to go to a ripper dock. Oh, boy. Okay. So, well, then that takes care of that. Yeah, it's a bummer. They should let you maybe with the sequel. I don't know when we're, we're ever going to see that, but yeah. um, the ability to swap out, hot swap, you know, these abilities so that it's just more fun. You can play exactly how you want. 
That would be cool. There's a slight update on Cyberpunk. So uh, this is revealed by Superdata. It's a conglomerate. This is made up of veteran games industry researchers. They handle market data analysis. So as revealed by Superdata's Worldwide Digital Games Market Report for December 2020, Cyberpunk Cyberpunk sold over 10.2 million digital copies with PC counting for around 80 of those sales. Superdata notes that these estimates do include the digital copies that have been refunded. And it shows that the, the data shows that refunds did not substantially affect the game's aggregate sales. So even then with all the refund shenanigans, most it seems like most people held on to their copies or way more people kept buying after that whole thing went down. That is surprising. Because they had one of the biggest digital sales uh, ever for a, for a game, regardless of like PC or console. I'd be curious to know if like, so let's say you got it for PS5. Or maybe you get it for PS4, and then they took it down off the storefront. Were there people that, much like PT, were selling their whole console with it on it? <laughs> but it's a version of the game that like doesn't run very well. Right. There might have been collector stuff out there. It's interesting. Yeah. That also brings in a question. Yeah, that's it's still not on the PlayStation Marketplace. So when does it go back on there? Is it still? Wow. Apparently. So. Wow. And I'm not sure if you own the PlayStation version. That update is just run through the game, so you don't really need to go to the marketplace, but there's no new users who can buy the new version or the standard version of the game. So besides buying the disc that's you know still out there. Oh yeah. But it's very strange. I don't know when they're gonna bring it back up on the PSN, but it's kind of weird that's not there still. A strange situation. Oh, For that sure. reminds me. So something I thought about today at work when I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And this is this is non-news, but this is a theory. Yeah. We haven't heard from No Man's Sky in a while. Mm, Unless I'm wrong. Well, they had, the last thing was, uh, right when the consoles launched, they had a next-gen version where they did upgrade, like, resolution and stuff like that, but it wasn't a whole big overhaul, but that was the last thing I remember hearing. I thought they said they were doing some big change. Did that actually launch? That came out. I'm pretty sure that's, because I know I got the update and I put it on my PS5, so it is there. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. They they did because that would have only been like what? Uh, maybe a month ago, two a months month ago. ago. Yeah, never mind. Okay. Well, were you thinking maybe there's a theory they could be working on something else? Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure a next gen upgrade was a huge task. I do think though that it is about time for them to start switching gears. They had that kind of indie version, indie game that came out where it was like that Zelda-ish game. Uh, was it the summer that came out? I was so bored of that game. Yeah, I know you, you weren't very hot on it, but they they were able to create that. I think now it's time. They've proven enough. They've done enough for No Man's Sky to support it. I think they're they're ready to do something else. And I arguably, they've been working on something else behind the scenes too. So that was October 28th was the next-gen update. So it's been a little while. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Was that three months? Yeah, about three months. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think we will see. I feel like 2022, they'll announce, hey, we're working on something else. Here it is. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I think they're going to hold it to the chest, hold it close to the chest until they're like ready to show it. Well, that last update, they said like the way they were able to make terrain just way radically more crazier than they've ever been able to do. Sure. I assume that probably freed them up to do a lot uh, crazier stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I'd be curious to see where they, I should go back and give it a try. I just hate survival style games and collecting the resources and that is the style of game. So if you like that style of game, (laughs) this is going to be the best game of all time. Right. But I hear you on that. But like, once you actually get enough resources, like the bare minimum to leave the planet and start just jumping around planets, it's super cool just to just, you know, fly through space and experience that. So I think it is definitely different from like a Minecraft or something like that. All right. Well, Gavin, we've got some footage here from some uh, games coming up soon. So the medium is coming out this week. Uh, I looked it up. The review embargo is still locked into the day before the game comes out. So the game comes out Thursday night. Review embargo is Wednesday. So it's not the end of the world. It doesn't always mean the game's going to be bad when that happens, but it's often not good. Right. But we'll, well, it's, I think it's too early to tell for sure. This game looks like it's going to be at least decent right. and very cool. But, would uh, you Would you be interested in going in blind? Because I pretty much so am. Close. I mean, this is like a, a trailer right. I've seen before, but it's they mo- mostly talk about like the mechanics because they're using that blending of two different engines at one point or two different renders or whatever. Um, they're kind of showing that off. But uh, I'm, I'm still pretty much blind for the most part. I know there's creepy crawly stuff going on, two different worlds at the same time. That's about it. I'm willing to, willing to give it a shot. And like, that's the thing. You can get it for free on Game Pass. Yes. And we're bringing this up because it's coming out very soon. Um, unless you already said that. You may have already said that. But uh, 
yeah, I'd be curious to go in blind. Now, is it PC Game Pass, though, or just console? I haven't looked that up yet. Sometimes there's like time frames on those. We'll see how well our computers can run this. Uh, Rendering two scenes like this is hard. That's why you really don't see split screen anymore. Um, Yeah, this is a looker. It's rendering twice. Uh, I'll, I'll be damn curious to see. And if it's free and I don't like it, fuck it. I can just delete it. That's the beauty of a game pass. Yeah. The booty of game pass. The booty. (laughs) I love this idea. Like the two different rendered worlds and the puzzle mechanics that I can imagine that are going into this at the same time too. And looks really beautiful and creepy. Yeah. Um, I'm down. I mean, it gives me control vibes, you know, slightly with just how, just how weird the world is. Um, I guess maybe the protagonist too, but that could be, I'm super on board. But yeah, that comes out this week. A little nervous on the review embargo, but that doesn't always mean it's going to be bad. So unrelated, by the way. But uh, last night I started um, Dishonored 2. Ooh, okay. Um, did you finish the first one, right? I did. Um, and holy fuck. I didn't realize how much prettier Dishonored 2 is compared to Dishonored 1. Mm. I forget how much time passes, uh, like dev time-wise. Like it's a good five years, maybe? Oh, it is a full leap and fucking bound. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it is absolutely way prettier. And then I realized there are two... People are saying there are two pieces of essential DLC uh, for Dishonored 1. Mm. So I stopped... And I went back, and I'm going to play those. But there's the Knife of Dunwall, where you play the assassin that kills What's-Her-Face, oh, uh, okay. the Empress. And then there's the Witches of something or other. And, like, this game, these this the developer keeps putting Place? out, like, these essential DLCs. Like, you love to see it. That's really cool. So when they put out their next game, Deathloop, if there's, an, again, essential DLC, I'm fully on board. I'm yeah. going to be on it day one. I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever bought in DLC like this day one um Interesting. so but with these guys i totally would they really yeah they've created a, a name for themselves where you can trust that their dlc is going to be dope and add to the story or extend the experience further where you want you have to play it yeah this looks pretty even to this day oh yeah some of this i oof. think we might be looking at pc footage still but it still looks dope yeah i'd never finished and i regret that i and i can still go back and finish it but i've yet to finish this honor too oh shit <laughs> holy shit Dude. It's like everything Mirror's Edge wanted to be able to pull off with like the maneuvering and the speed. Right. All these high chaos runs are absolutely insane. But they're just going balls to the wall. It did make me nervous that right out the gate, they're like, do you want to play as uh, Corvo and Elizabeth? Um, although, man, that's pretty. Um, I read online that they're like, you can do chaos or sneaky assassin either way. Oh, okay. But they got peeing? I think so. Oh, they didn't render his doink. You gotta render the Jesus. <laughs> Graphic. Yeah, no, this game's dope, and I need to finish it. Shit, where where did that guy even come I from? Oh my god! That guy's just fishing. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, just like the rats, they have these piranha deals going on. Uh, they I forget those look different than what they were in the first game. They were like these eel things. Oh, I think you're right. Um, but that didn't look like oh, double arrow to the knees. That is insanely badass. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> you get to two. She was just there. <laughs> oh my god! You cut a human being in half. Wow! How many tries did it take to get? This is nuts. The teleporting is probably my favorite part of this game. It's just right. that ability. But well, anyway, that was unrelated. <laughs> but it's a uh, good dishonor tangent, a weekly dishonor tangent. I mean, it's fucking gorgeous, though. Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's the baked lighting in this scene that makes it so pretty. This looks. I've never played this on PC. I'd like to see how my PC runs this. What it looks like. Well, maybe one if of these mine can run it all on all max yours is going to be able to run it double on all max <laughs> quadruple max so i think we're digging into some games i want to bring up some coming yeah. up releases this one actually doesn't have a soon release date but i wanted to bring this to your attention this game uh what's it called again uh horse horse map a uh, rustler grand theft horse yeah so this is this is basically grand theft auto 2 but set in uh medieval, medieval times and the gameplay is so very grand theft auto 2 uh i i think this looks like a blast the only thing that may potentially kill it is the gameplay looks really fun 
Um, but like all the buzzwords they do in the trailer just make it sound like the dialogue's probably going to be unbearable. Oh boy. Like they're just going over the top referencing stuff with absolutely everything. Okay. Um, and there's no like voice dialogue, the kind of mumbling and then you have the text boxes. Right. Unless they change that in the future. But it does look genuinely fun. I think this should be on people's radars. Now, when did they steal a horse? I want to see some. I haven't seen this footage. Horse stealing gameplay. What the fuck? You trying to get money from people that were in the church, but they didn't. Oh, interesting. Graphics are, I like that depth of field there. Yeah, it's actually cool. Two accept cards. <laughs> there we go. It's a pretty neat idea. Right? Oh, come on. I want to see some more. <laughs> more horse combat, horse driving. Um, yeah, I wonder if uh, with the combat as well, is it just melee or you got some crossbow stuff going on? They're really trying to mimic like the whole shooting aspect of like GTA 2. I mean, I'm sure at some point you get a machine gun. That would totally be on brand <laughs> That'd be for awesome. uh, what we're seeing. So this may not be the best. I think the trailer did it kind of kind of sold me on it. But this, uh, I don't know. It looks like a neat concept. Looks really cool. Uh, no one's no one's doing this. So you know what's going on with that circle around you? Uh, so it looks like it's getting rid of the trees, so you can see around you. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dialogue. But I bet this is a blast. I bet this is going to be super fun. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm curious as to the combat too. Get into it. Oh, geez, that's a. Are you bleeding? Several or bleeding? bodies worth of blood right <laughs> yeah. there. Like dishonored levels. Now, can you beat somebody with a dildo? I think that's the real <laughs> question. We're all. Oh, he dropped his sack. <laughs> like Monty Python or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome and so no uh, is it like early access or any idea uh, on a... not even not even that mm. i so just get that on people's radar i bet right. it's gonna be fun um yeah so there oh, yeah, we for go. sure wanted to get that out there <laughs> that looks dope. there's another one contraband police let's check this out Gary. i saw this this is trending on uh on steam and i want to know who the fuck wants to play this this <laughs> looks it's like someone saw a trailer for papers please and like oh people want people want to be border agent you know what i thought of that game papers please as well yeah yeah because there's a second where they show you like what you're actually doing when you have to do your duties here like and actually deal with paperwork yeah like paper please to my understanding is good because a the gameplay is kind of fun and then b it's got like a story behind it right and this is just... This is just all the paperwork involved. None of the story. I'm going to dig through. We're going to look for some drugs. You got that under your accumulator? Is that real? I'm going to... Are you just beating the... A, is that not a battery? And B... I guess it was this time. Jeez. Grenades? Oh. Blacks. Yeah, shred some tires. What if... I want to see them get it wrong and you just pop some guy's tires. How are you, no. you going to drill into the gas tank? <laughs> Alchemeter? After all that, you can take a bribe still? Force the best bribes. What are you doing? That's kind of cool. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't watch this far. The mob simulator. You... Just do this. I think this could be really fun. If it were multiplayer. Oh, sure. If you could play like one of the, you know, the yeah. person in the truck or the actual contraband police. Yeah. People yeah. start like RPing this. Yes. That'd be great. Hide it in the chicken. <laughs> Shove the drugs up the chicken. <laughs> or it's a robot chicken. It's not even real. Oh my goodness. This is, it is actually cooler as I watch footage. Like the, the idea is really neat. <laughs> and just going to town on the battery, like. What the fuck is an accumulator? That looks like a battery. I think it's a battery. Unless that's kind of European name for a battery. You accumulate. Oh, God. That is such a... He didn't try there. Like, come on. Hide those cigarettes. Get your duty-free... 
Oh man, that seems like such a bad idea. I do want to see like, is there an element of chance where if you are not sure what's in there, so if you do actually pop the tire or like drill into the gas tank, you might die. I hope so. Like an element of chance, or are you gonna have to pay for it? Right. Um, what percentage of these people like aren't hiding shit? Or um, if you can take a bribe from someone, but they can also be an undercover agent where you just fuck yourself by doing that. Yeah. Again, I think this would be, I'd be on board if this were multiplayer. I think this could be really that fun. That could be really cool. But, uh, huh. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, I think I titled in my thing to bring up on, uh, on the, uh, the podcast is literally like, who the fuck wants to play yeah. this? <laughs> I saw that text. Yeah. Nice, Gavin. Well, we had some Wasn't adventures there... today. I feel like there was something else on there. Uh, it's possible. But uh, I could be wrong. Let's see. There's anything crazy. Oh, Outriders is coming out very, very oh, soon. Oh, you're right. So this is by People Can Fly, the people that made... Uh, what was that game? Uh, shoot, what was it called? Um, you had like a leash, and it was over the top. You're shooting guns. Bulletstorm. Bullet they made Bulletstorm. Yeah. Uh, these are the people that made uh, Fortnite, the uh, original Fortnite. Really? Yeah. How did that work? I think. Yeah. Uh, well, they put out the game and then I see. kind of took it over. Gotcha. But this is sort of, it's, it's sort of a fusion of... It's a little bit like Borderlands meets Destiny, but it's it's basically got the critique that I wanted from Destiny is I hate in Destiny, like you have these abilities, but you're not using them that often. Yeah. Whereas in this, you have your abilities and you're using them constantly in combination with your guns. And that seems super fun to me. The people that have played it at press events are like, I don't know what there is really to this game outside of the gameplay, but the gameplay is very fun. And most important to me, it's not a live service game. So you're going to go through, you have this very well curated content. You're, you're looting and grinding, but you're not, you know, it's, it's not trying to keep you there for a million hours. And when mm. you're done, you're fucking done and it's going to be hard and it's going to require a lot of skill. So I'm excited for this. And I think it's next gen only or current gen only. Okay. So this should be. Yeah. I found a little press release dealio. Um, they mentioned there's a demo out soon. So we got, um, this is from Rock, Paper, Shotgun. So there's a, they're publishing a free demo on February 25th, which will take you through oh. the first few hours of the game. And then we got, so they were also Wait, announcing. today, February 25th? January. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep, so yep, a month yep, from yep. now. And then we got the actual date. So Outriders is now launching on April 1st. I guess there was a delay at some point. Oh, okay. So it slipped, but that demo is not too far off. And yeah, so coming out to PlayStations, Xboxes, and Stadia. Oh boy, Stadia. It looks interesting. It's almost like a Anthem mixed with Diablo. I don't know if that's way off, but like some kind of, I get those vibes from it, but more fun than Anthem for sure. It could have been like what Anthem was trying to be minus jetpacks. Gotcha. I also hear like your build actually like really affects how you play your gameplay. Mm. So that's pretty cool. Because um, I know when I played Destiny, it didn't really feel like the way I changed my skill tree fucking mattered. Hmm. so it looks fun it also makes me want to play more of that uh one game that i picked up and then put down i'm not gonna remember the name so i'm just gonna was it kind of a third person game as well it was or? third person it was like dark souls with guns is what people kind of that wasn't it godfall as. right it was no, not that was more godfall okay. yeah this shotgun has a fucking axe uh head on it and that looks dope and this in outriders yeah so I wanted to bring that up because it's coming out soon, but apparently not as soon as I <laughs> thought, which is too bad. But one month delay at really least for that isn't demo bad, especially bad. nowadays. Right. It could be way longer. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it might even be best if you delay it. But yeah. yeah. You're lucky if people don't pull a Halo and delay it by a full year. Yeah. Which I wonder what the state of that game is in right now. Yeah. Same here. It's very interesting. I feel like a year is good enough time for them to make whatever changes, but I know you mentioned like they've lost, you know, key people to their development. So what does that mean? Do they have already enough on the table? They can just keep going. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. That's such an important franchise for Microsoft. They would just get all hands on deck, whoever they need to, to just make sure they can get it done. By... Get Bill Gates in here to write the story. <laughs> yeah. He'll write some code. He'll steal it from Apple or whatever he has to do. <laughs> all right, Gavin. Uh, yeah. We'll end it there for the week. 
adventurous episode today. Where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Drunk Devs. Awesome. You can keep up with the show as well on Twitter at Plastic Art Pod. That's it for us this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.